It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast bonus episode, Top Albums of 2021. Good afternoon, good evening, happy commute, happy plan time. Maybe you're on an adaptive pause like our school district is right now. Um, but I am Mike, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois. And this is Josh Buckley, a Title I specialist from Mesa, Arizona. And we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where we talk about bringing that passion, that unity and DIY to your classroom. Yeah, it's, it's all good. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have your top five punk rock, hardcore, ska, emo picks right now like we do for this episode. You can still be a punk here at the <laughs> Punk Rock Classrooms podcast. That's right. This is a very special uh, second annual uh, album of the year episode from Punk Rock Classrooms. This is a kind of a bonus fun episode. We did our first one last year, which was like the first year where we, you know, talked about albums for an entire year. Uh, and so we're super excited to have this just kind of a fun conversation. Probably not a lot of uh, not a lot of school talk, maybe a little. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. So so if you're like, oh, I, re- I tune in purely for purely for the school talk and I stop the podcast every time these guys do, what are you listening to? This would be your episode to skip, but maybe a whole half hour of, of maybe you're, maybe you're looking, maybe you're looking for, uh, maybe you're looking for some new music to listen to. Maybe you're looking for building some deeper connection with us, you know, your, your faithful podcast hosts who, uh, you know, zoom into your ears uh, when you listen to the podcast. Maybe you want to know a little bit more about the music that makes us tick this year. Uh, and if you're the person who's like, I can't wait to hear what they're listening to this episode. This is, is for you. This episode this is, is for you. All right. So Mike, this is what we do. You and I both pick our top five albums. Sometimes there's overlap. I think we had two or three albums, maybe two albums last yeah, year. Yeah, last year, yeah, Two yeah. albums last year that we, we overlapped, and you think we only have one overlapping album. So I'm, I'm looking so. I'm looking forward for this conversation. I want to talk about, I want to talk about, like, what has this album done for you? Why are you picking it? Um, you know, why, what do you like about it? That sort of thing. So let's dive right in. Do you, let's go, let's go from your fifth choice. Let's go from the bottom. Let's talk bottom to number one choice. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go go number five to number one. What is your, what this number five to do a number five choice is tough because for me, I do a top 10 list. I do top 10 albums, top 10 EP. So here's mine. My top five are only LPs, only long play albums. Full lengths, right, right. Full length albums, seven songs or more. That's what I can, that's my cutoff for an LP, my own personal number. I don't know why, Uh, but we're talking about that. So it's hard to say like, ooh, this one's, this is the one, right? Because there's always one that could have jumped up for you into that fifth spot. Usually the top three are are pretty solid. Like those are ingrained, but like five, like they're, it's, it's interesting because I feel about a month or two ago, I I think I said to you, I'm kind of worried about our top picks this year. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if there's really anything that's, that's grabbing me. And you're like, dude, come on, like, look, look back at everything that's come out. And then like this past, this past week and two, when I've been thinking about, I'm like, you know what it is, it's hard. There's been a lot of good stuff that did come out in 21. Mm -hmm. Um, 
You want me to go with my number five? Let's hear your number five, dude. Kick us off. Yeah. Mike's number five pick for album of the year 2021. What is your number five? Like, all right. So this one super surprised me. Like I had never heard of this before. And I, I kind of discovered it through a rabbit hole. You know, you go down those rabbit holes. So yeah. See Space Cowboy came out. That's not my pick, right? That's not my pick, though. Okay. So see Space out. See Space Cowboy put their full length out. You know, new one out this year. And I started going down the rabbit hole, and I discovered this this artist, Little Lotus, and he's he sings in like you know the screamo band, If I Die First, but he's also got his solo thing, which is like this super poppy punk kind of like hip hop, like radio, radio hip hop thing. Dude. I, I love this album. Like, so <laughs> little Lotus put out this album, error boy. And it, I I've listened to it so much and I'm a sucker for pop. Like you, you've it's said very, it's very catchy, it, dude. You are a like, sucker for all things pop, right? Yes. You are <laughs> like, like I'll send you something. You're like, yeah, that's super poppy. I know you're gonna like it. Like, and that's and that's how it is. Like, I I went down this rabbit hole, and you know, if I die first and see say Space Cowboy did a, did a track together. I can't remember what the track they did together was, but um. So then I found out he's got this whole solo side, and I'm like, it's just there's something about this this real poppiness that that I. It was it's, almost like it's, it feels think, very sort of like that. You know, Travis Barker should play drums on every other track, right? It's very sort yes. of has that Machine Gun Kelly, Willow Smith right. sort of vibe to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and you you were kind of saying like, well, what what would this album do for you? And I think what it was is when I discovered it, like I think I I think I discovered it like October, November, and I think at that time I was kind of like in like this place where I'm like, man, work sucks. Like everything's and this, this real, just kind of like fun album comes out. Like I, I find this fun album, like, right. All right. Like this is, this is cool. It's a, it's a good thing just to, to, to groove to. I did a lot of runs to it. So that's my number five pick, man. Right, Little man. Lotus Airboy. Here's, here's my number five pick. I like your number five pick. I love that both. I'm going to tell you my number five pick is very pop. It's very, very poppy. Um, but really it, it is, but it's a different, it's a, it's, it's in a vein. It brings, brings me some nostalgia very early this year in January, this record came out. You and I both made it our pick of the week. This is my number five pick. Uh, so far, no further by Sweet Soul. So Sweet Soul put this record out in late January, and I have been just every, I don't know, once a week, every couple, you know, every couple of weeks it gets played again. I've got the vinyl release for it. Um, our buddy uh, who's been on the show, who runs New Morality yeah, Zine, Nick. Uh, Nick put it out. It is it is uh, just a, a, a blast of an album. And it is it reminds me very much of all the punk bands that I played shows with in the mid to late 90s at like 98, 97, 99 sort yeah. of era. Uh, early Blink-182, a little MXPX. That's sort of like that sound of the album is very 1990s. In fact, Mike, this album, the, the, got, the earworm of this guitar got in my head so much that I bought a strap 
like a Strat electric guitar, like a Strat nice. style electric guitar. I've never owned a Strat before. If you're a music person, if you're a guitar guy, there's a big difference between like the humbuckers and a Les Paul, which I played all the time. And then my Telecaster has two humbuckers in it and like single coily, the wiry sound of a Strat. And this album made me go out and buy a Strat style guitar uh, because it just got in my head how catchy and how right. sort of nostalgia driven this album was. And in a year like this, when sort of we were coming like last school year was just a rough year of in-person, virtual, virtual, in-person, teaching half your kids on A days and B days. That in January, when this thing came out, it just made me feel yeah. so good. It made me feel so good last year uh, that, that you know what, this is this was my number five pick. I had to go with it. It's, it's definitely one of my honorable mentions. If we did a top 10, it would be in my top 10. I, I agree, man. I love that album. And there was just... I, I think I told you like after it had been out for a while, I'm like, there's something about it where his voice does not match. No, but the it's music. great. <laughs> it doesn't match, but it's, it just fits in. It's perfect. Like yeah. I, I agree, man. It's I'm like looking an, alter- forward it's to like an alternative rock singer in a punk yes. band, right? Like that's what it feels like for sure. So I'm looking forward to see what they do going forward though. Yeah. Like, yeah, that that's a great record. All right, dude. Um, what is your number four? What's your number, number four? Number four. Like, this this album brought back so many memories of me being like in my late teens, early twenties, going to hardcore shows and like a bowling alley or these small places. Time and pressure. Halfway down the album, like it's eighteen minutes. It's you know, great. <laughs> like so. I mean, you want to? I mean, literally, it's a full length record, but it's eighteen minutes long. But I remember like. I remember you, you got me into them because you yeah. said to me, Hey, check the span out. Like they had, they put the EP out with a couple tracks from the new record. Yeah. And I remember like I was going, I was driving to Bloomington, Illinois, which is two hours from where I live. And I was going there for a, like a, a leadership seminar. And I remember I put that record on. And I, I mean, I probably listened to it four times in a row because, you know, 18 yeah. minutes. What's well, 18 minutes, right? <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's, it goes back. Like it's got like that new, it's obviously got that new school feel to it, but it's, it's just got like that classic, just we're going to crank through a minute and a half, two minute song. And yeah, here it is. And just, there's, there's, there's no fluff about it. It's just, there's. It's a great, just hardcore record, man. It is, a, it, is a, it's, it is a fantastic hardcore record. Uh, people should go check it out. It's really good. Time yeah. pressure is great. Uh, that weird, here's a weird, here's a weird side note for uh, as an English person, as an English, you know, an ELA teacher, this might make you feel good. There's a song on it called Theseus about the ship, yeah. like the idea of the ship of Theseus. Two, two bands this year put out albums with songs that ref- that reference the ship of Theseus, that time, really? that time and pressure song. Uh, and then Zayo on Zayo's new album has a song titled ship of Theseus, where, nice. you know, this idea of like, am I who I am anymore? I've lost everything. Right. I'm all built brand new. Uh, so both of those, both of those bands put out a song. So, you know, Greek, a little Greek mythology for everybody. There if you, you, yeah. you want to know a little, little, little bit of that. Um, so my number four, I, I don't know what it was and I know it's not music this year, but for me, I stumbled into a very sort of shoegazy neo grunge 
pantheon of music this year, just a, just a ton of bands like that. And this is the one band in that sort of genre, that sort of new grunge sort of thing that made my top five. And this album is uh, uh, Pollen by Superbloom. Superbloom. I can't, the first track is titled 1994. And there's, I, that is, that's what the album reminds me of is 1994, that 92 sort of, you know, uh, that very grungy. It reminds me of like cracker or, uh, not quite, not quite Nirvana, not that kind of grunge, but, um, if you listen to like cracker or screaming trees or maybe mud honey a little bit like that kind of grunge, like that and early nineties kind of like, yeah, that sort of rock. Was, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was, it, it's not Alice in Chains. It's not, you know, Pearl Jam, but it definitely has that sort of feel to it. And it's, it's just, like those grunge groups that never made it, you know, right. Like they have the one or two tracks that like you, you hear on the radio still now and then, but like, it just never, yeah it, like you said it wasn't nirvana or pearl jam or Alice in Chains. right like this is an another one of those records that i that i bought on vinyl just a great just a just i don't know man it's like one of those things this year i found so many bands that kind of fell in this shoegaze this isn't really shoegaze but that sort of vein a very sort of like yeah. just rock and roll right and this is just a straight up rock and roll record i love it it's been it was a blast to listen to it's i'm like okay here it's an album that you know my wife Here's 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 a little information for everybody. My wife is the one who always drives. Whenever we're in the car together, I don't drive. My wife drives. You know why? Because I don't want to. I don't want to like get hit while I'm driving. My wife does this thing where even if it's not something scary, she always goes <gasps> like always. She always does right. that. So I'm like, I don't drive. She drives. I have to. I get to be DJ, right? Like I get to be DJ. Nice. And this was an album that sh- that that I could play that was agreeable because it wasn't hardcore yelling or right super fast punk rock screamy stuff or whatever. So this is one of those albums that got listened to over and over again. Uh, so pollen by super bloom. Great. That's my number four. All right, dude. Number three, what's your number three album? This is where it gets tough, right? Cause okay. now it you is. start thinking like, all right, I, I got my top three, but who's going to fall here, there. Right, right, right. Um, so, so I got to put out, I kind of looked at it as, the way the way I limited down my top three, I was like, all right, what did I find myself listening to more? And so that's how I came yeah. up with this. So maybe if this would have came out earlier in the year, this would have made it to number two or maybe even number one. But my number three is is gotta be radical by every time I die. Like I've been a huge every time I die fan for a while. And there was a point, you know, that they they signed with Epitaph years ago. Their first record with Epitaph, Epitaph, I dug, and then a couple after that, I, I they, it was good, but I it didn't like grab me. This one, this record reminds me so much of the first two Every Time I Die records, yeah. but then at the same time, it's got like this '70s vibe to it, man. Like there's tracks where I'm thinking like this is something like you would hear like on a classic rock radio station, <laughs> and it's just. The way they can just go through all of these different type of genres, you know, yeah. are they a hardcore band? Are they a metal band? Are they, you know, this and like, it's, they kind of can cover it all. And they, they came out and like some of these tracks, like, like I said, it just, when I heard, when I, the first time I listened to it, I'm like, man, these guys are pissed off. Like it's back <laughs> to what they used to do. And yeah. 
And, you know, Keith Buckley screamed again. And, you know, little no fact, he, he used to be an English, you know, an English teacher in a high school. So yeah. <laughs> um, back to, you know, your, your, your English stuff here, but yeah. yeah. So my number three, man, every time I die radical, I, I think they, they've always been good. And I think with this record, it's funny because, you know, when you think of, when you think of like hardcore bands, like I said, time and pressure, their records, 18 minutes, right? Yeah. Every time I die's new record is over an hour. Like it's, it's, it's got a lot of tracks on it. It's long. It's like, a long yeah. record. Like it's, yeah. but it's good, man. Like I, there's not a track I skip on there. Like, and like I said, it just, it has this feel like where it's got mellow parts. It's got these seventies classic rock vibes. And it's got like, just, you know, the aggressive, like pissed off, like, yeah. Yeah. Every time I die, we grew to love. So that's my number right. three, man. I, you know what? I listened to that album a couple days ago. Cause I was like, I was like, I know I like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like go back and go like, okay, what are albums that maybe I didn't give right. a, a giant look at, right. right? Give a good chance. To. Right. So I, this came out at like a weird time. I don't know what I was listening to at that point. Like this fall has been weird for me for records because I wasn't running as much this fall. So I didn't listen right. to as many things on repeat that I didn't grab onto earlier in the year. Right. So I was cleaning the house. I got home before everybody else. And I think maybe Renner was upstairs playing Fortnite or something. And so Gabby was gone. So I'm like, okay, I can just crank every time I die while I'm cleaning yeah. up the kitchen and doing dishes and all that stuff. I, I, I dug it. It's a great album. I, I was taught. It's a ton of fun. Um, good. Uh, it I came really out like, at a bad time though. Yeah. Like it came out like at a weird time. Yeah. I like that both you and I, we've had no crossover yet. No, no crossover no. yet. My number three album, my number three album is Sky Dream by Jeff Rosenstock. Because every time, every year, I need one, I need one Scott album to just lift my spirits. And uh, <laughs> this is, this is that, this is that album. It is I, a great record. There were a couple good Scott records this year. Um, this one cracked the top five. Uh, Scott Dream by Jeff Rosenstock. Last that came year. out early. That came out early. Uh, this one, yeah, this one came out in. Uh, it came out in April, right? So spring, oh, a spring album. Okay. La, the year before, in 2020, he right. put out yeah, No yeah. Dream. So he put out the album No right. Dream. Then during quarantine, he recorded a completely ska version of the album, right? right. And dropped That's it this it year. And this record is. I, I loved the album he did before. I love No Dream. It's a great record. It's a fantastic, like, uh, indie rock album. And Jeff Rosenstock used to be in ska bands. He was in Bomb the Music Industry, right? Yeah. He, like, was a big ska guy. And he just took every single song on this record and did a ska version of it. And like, there's like, it's super cool. There's like this, it, man. the slow, there's like, a, there's like a reggae ska feel to a couple of the tracks. And he's got the fast yeah. one. He does like a suicide squad, like nod in one of the, in one of the tracks. Right. Um, and like, instead of new girl, he's like, no time is what he's yelling. And yeah. so very much. It's just a blast. And it always, if I was like, okay, I need something that's just going to make me like, get jazzed this was the record i put on right. i feel pumped about it uh my son and i uh we bond over i think ska music the most i don't know what it is i think well he's like <laughs> he's a he's in fifth grade right like what fifth grader doesn't want to like right horns are fun right like uh so he uh he and i like listen to this album we like this one it's been a good one uh great record that's my number three man no that, uh ska dreams by jeff rose that is that is a good pick man that is a good one Good album. Good album. Well, my number two, I'm going to stick with the ska thing. When this when this record came out, I didn't like it. And then 
I would be sitting there and I would have these songs stuck in my head. I'm like, all right, let me, let me listen to it again. And then I found myself listening to this record over and over. And I'm like, this is actually really good. So live in the apocalypse, voodoo glow skulls. Mm. Like the thing was like, I, I've been a huge VGS fan. I mean, since their first record, who is this is on Dr. Strange. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, people left. And then when, when, when the drummer left and he was a big part of like founding them. And then when Frank, the singer left and they were like, Oh, we got Ephraim from death by stereo singing. I'm like, well, I like death by stereo. Like it'll be good. And then I, it, it took me a while to get into it, but I, I really think he, he fits with this band. Like he, it's, it's almost like, I'm not going to lie, but the, the last couple of VGS records, which it's been years since they really put anything out, like the last couple when they kind of left Epitaph and they were yeah. putting stuff out on like Side One Dummy and stuff like that. It, it's, I, I didn't get into many of them, like, and I don't think many people did. I think this record kind of brought them back. Like there's, there's, it's got, it's got like that VGS feel to it. It's fun, it's, man. It definitely it's, has it's that. It's a fun record, right? The, spas- the spastic sort of horns in it, right? The very yeah. fast ska stuff that they do so well, that very, very dirty and, and the, skunk. You know what I mean? That's you know? what it is. Like, it's just that dirty kind of crusty, the crusty ska, ska feel. Right? <laughs> like, and, and they do it so well. And I think Ephraim, like he is a great fit singing vocals for him. Like, so, um, you know, like I said, I, I love this record. It's, it, I thought it was great. It's a, it's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, honorable ska mentions for folks who are like, Oh, I really like ska. What is a uh, best of the worst? Great record. They put out oh, this year. Yes. Uh, we are the union put out a great record this year. Yeah. So if you're like, I need some ska to listen to those are two bands you can go check out too. Uh, aside from this VGS record and Again, uh, best of the worst would have been, they would have been in my top 10. Yeah. It, 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 it's, a, it's a good record. Good record. So my number two, I, I think might be your number one. My number two might be your number one. We'll see. We'll see how it shook out. My number two is uh, a, a just a, a blast of an album, just a blast of an album, man. Um, and they're all over the place. They're like one of the top albums of the year on Rolling Stones. They were just, they right. just did an NPR tiny desk at home concert. Right. Yeah. Um, so the albums glow on by turnstile and uh, holy crap. Uh, is it a banger of an album? Uh, I they were just slowly releasing tracks. I'm like, are they doing a full length? Because at one point they put out like right. five songs on one thing, and right. I was like, this is a great EP. This is like, if this EP is all I get, this is like the this is album you of the, album of the year. And then they drop an entire album in a a good like not just a couple songs. When they, I was like, who who releases five singles? Well, when your album is this good and and this many tracks on it, yes, you can drop that many singles. Right. I got to see them at Furnace Fest. They were supposed to play one of the. Uh, they were supposed to play a smaller stage than one of the bands on uh, the stage that's in the old warehouse section in this in this old furnace section. Uh, canceled. They couldn't do it. So they moved Turnstile to the end of the night on night two. End of the night on night two. It was in, it was nuts, man. Like oh. from the minute the, the baseline started from the first song till the end of the set, no one stopped moving. 
And this is hardcore with this dance groove to it. And literally the entire time, the whole, this giant room of people is just grooving along, dancing to it. It's such a good album, dude. It's so good. Well, I mean, yeah, the transition is my number one. That's my number one album, dude. Glow on my turnstile. Like, I think I told you months ago, I was like, dude, there's just, this album is just groovy. Like, it's, when I listen to it, like, it's got, like, it's got its hardcore. And then there's times where it reminds me so much of, like, Bad Brains, right? Like, there's, like, these these little clips in the record were like, all right, that's like old school, like bad brains, like hard. There is some very like, yeah. and then they yeah. transfer into like the reggae, like the sort of like, yes. it's not reggae, right? But they transfer right. to sort of like mellow new wavy thing. And it feels yeah. so bad brains. It feels very yeah. much like when Brad brains would throw a reggae song right. on your album. It feels just like and, that. But like this record, like when I put it on, like from number one, like, and you said this whole place is moving. Like when I put on the first track mystery, right? Yeah. Immediately my head just starts moving. Like it's just, yeah. you cannot not move to this record. Like in, like you said, man, it's, it's amazing watching like what these guys are doing with, you know, they were on, what was it? They were on some late night show. Like, was it, not Craig Kilburn. Uh, so no, that guy. It's on, uh, Seth uh, Myers. Seth Myers, yeah. You and they did two tracks. They did two tracks because yeah. their songs, like, there were two short songs, and it was right. just, oh, it was and, so good. And you, like, they're, they're totally, like, taking, like, what you think hardcore should be, and they're like, nope, let's go this way with it. Like, it's, it's just, it's amazing how, kind of they like they said like they just kind of like transcend all of these different genres and like it's just they're just doing their thing and it's and it's working man like it's it's i don't know man i don't know what to say about this album like it's like you said it's just it's just a groovy album that like if you're in a punk hardcore, right? You know, Even rock if you're just and metal, sort of like, like this sort of new, like, and, and they're on Roadrunner Records. Yeah, it's very like, like indie feeling too, right? Yes. So they've hit all of these sort of best of things, and if you go back and you listen to all, if you go back and listen to their albums before this, each one's a little mm-hmm. progression of how they're right. They're, they're they stepping, were building up to it. They're stepping outside the the sort of like the 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 fence of hardcore right they're like they're like oh we're gonna go this way a little bit and there's like one track on time and uh time and space where it has like this really sort of 50s rock guitar this sort of 50 rock 50s rock guitar in it and you're like oh that's kind of fun there's like hand claps in that record and then and then like they've just sort of just tested it and just played with it um great record love it um Good number one choice, man. I think I know your number one. You might know my number one. Uh, so just also, I want to say if you, if you dug, if you're, if you listen to this turnstile album and you like this turnstile album, another band you should go listen to is Angel Dust. Angel Dust is also a band that used yeah. to be far more hardcore, like Angel Dust with a dollar sign in it. Yeah. And yeah. now the album they just put out this year is super indie, right? Like lots of acoustic guitar, lots of like, it's just, but it's that same sort of like, let's take what hardcore was, let's play with it, let's have this thing. And I think that they took the direction of maybe a little more indie with it. And yeah. then, um, and, and then uh, you know, uh, Turnstile side of took this sort of like very 
new wavy sort of punky right, sound right. with it, right? Um, so that would be a good one to check out if you're that. Here's my number one pick. My number one pick, the album that there's an album every year that I'm like, I feel like this, that this hardcore singer is is singing for me. Last year, it was Be Well and Brian yeah. McTurnan putting out an album where I was like, ah, yes, to be a 40-year-old <laughs> hardcore kid, right? And then this album this year, Fiddlehead, uh, the dude is also a guy in his probably his late thirties, right? He's yeah. Just, you know, um, he's like one song where he talks, he's, was it, it's a singer from, it's a guy from have heart or some of the guys yeah. in the, yeah. Right. He was, he was a singer in half heart. Yeah. yeah. So this record by uh fiddlehead is called uh, between the richness and it is, dude, it's, 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 I, it's a great record. It is a great record. It feels very much <laughs> I love hardcore, but I can't write hardcore songs, right? And I can't do that. Like, it's not in me as like a, as a musical person. I mean, maybe I could, but I just, I don't think that way. Like, it feels very much like if a bunch of hardcore guys wrote indie punk songs, right? Well, it's almost, to me, it's almost like, I don't want to come out the wrong way. It's almost like when I listen to Philhead records, like they're a bunch of hardcore kids that kind of grew up and, you know, they because yeah. dude, he, no, if you follow, if if you follow the singer Patrick Flynn, if you follow him on Instagram, like dude, he's got like a young son. Like, yeah, I don't even think his kid's even in kindergarten yet. Like, he's a, like a family man. Dude. He's still straight edge. You know, he's proud to be straight edge. And like, but it's like he's still like this hardcore kid. But it's like kind of grown up yeah. and like I'm I'm doing the family thing. And you know, like I mean, you and me the same thing. Like I know when I was growing up, I was very like punk rock hardcore that's it and then you get up you're like grow up you're like there's a lot of other great things the, out there the like let's thing, expand the best know? thing is like fiddlehead is playing all of these hardcore yes. fests and all these hardcore yeah. shows because they're still and he talks about this on stage how like we're a hardcore band we're hardcore because that's like who we are inside right. like these tracks might not be like there might not be gang vocals and you might not be pointing your fingers and all that but like it is it feels like a hardcore it's, record and even it though it's not um it is uh, there are so many good tracks on this it's just another one of those records that kind of speaks to me the first the first song is really about loss right and about like right. you know losing loved ones and um there's a song there's just a whole bunch of them on here that just this album i listen to this album so many times this year i cannot like literally i went you know how spotify gives you your your top listen to tracks yeah, yeah. my top 10 tracks save for like two are from this album because nice. this album was just on repeat over and over and over again uh it is it is a great record front to back no skips for me this is my no this is a no skip album on this one so Top ten albums, my man. Our top top ten for top you. Five. We, yeah, but we created. If well, you think right. About we it, did a top ten. Yeah, we top nine maybe. A top nine. We had, we had one one, one crossover. <laughs> so, folks, you have an opportunity. I'm gonna make the playlist. The playlist will go up with this. You can go listen to uh, a track from each of these albums. Uh, you can go give them a listen and go. All right. That's that's you know this is what this is what the guys have been listening to, uh, and uh, you know you can you can dig with it. Um, no, I'm I, excited for it though, man. Huh. 2022. There's already a few bands who have announced they got records coming out. Yeah, that I'm already excited for. Like, <laughs> like B Wells dropping a new one yep. this year. Yep. And I know I put out there um, a couple weeks ago, Escape from the Zoo. 
<laughs> they had they had a new track there. They just signed a fat. So they and they got another new track coming out the 13th. So a few days, depending on when that when this comes out, it could be before or after. There's I think 2022 is going to be a great record. Uh, I mean, great. More? more Month, albums man. Or a great year for for albums man i think so i think so dude all right everybody thank you for tuning in we always appreciate that you listen if you were someone who's like yes i love they talked about music the whole time <laughs> this was for you if you were someone who's like when are they going to talk about school well here is the next thing. time we talk about we talk <laughs> about bringing our passions to what we do and and one of our passions is music and so it's something we want to talk about this is that fun bonus episode for us to talk about music so thanks for for hanging out with us if you want to hear what we have to say about education and in, in school and kids and, and leadership and education and all those things you can find all those episodes at punkrockclassrooms.com or on your favorite app, whether that's uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever it is, you can find it there. You can follow us on the social medias. Mike and I have the same handles and so does the show on Twitter and on Instagram. So you can find the show at Punk Classrooms. You can find me at Josh R. Buckley and you can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can check us out. You can find us there. Send us a line, talk to us, chat us up, see what's going on. We are super excited to kind of do 2022 man right so we're here it's gonna good, this it's is gonna be it. a good year man i think i think it's gonna be a good year i think it's gonna be a good year i mean i don't want ever want to say like this is gonna be a terrible year so like right. you know, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna keep it posy right. i'm gonna keep it posy and say this is gonna be a good year uh all right thanks everybody for tuning in mike and i'll see you at the at show, the show. podcast is a proud member of the teach better podcast network better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com we'll see you on the next episode